I'm very glad that a stocking-footed, middle-aged Norwegian woman and I have that much in common. Um, she's probably <laughs> a very, very nice lady. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I'm not allowed to have a recliner in my house, but I did sit in one at the movie theater the other day. Congratulations. I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com. We're all about the travel, the freedom, the lifestyle, and uh, experimentation, which is something we talked about on the last show. And if you want to know what we're referring to there, you can listen to it. And we're doing a little bit of a... Go listen to it. Go listen to it. We're we're doing a little bit of experiment today. I was going to say we're going to do a 15-minute show, but that didn't seem like much of an experiment because it seemed like too easy to do 15. So we're going to do 17 minutes. Okay. Let's do 17 a seventeen minutes. minute show today. We are experiencing, you know, right before we hopped on here, Jay was like, "Well, I don't know if we could do a whole show about this topic that we were just basically chatting about." And I said, "Let's do a show about it." I said, "Well, dude, let's experiment." So that's what we're doing. We told you to experiment. We're going to experiment with you as well. We are going to get buzzed out by Chris, not at thirty minutes today, but at seventeen minutes. <laughs> also, always. This is a piece of advice for when you're writing like headlines and stuff. If you have a blog or anything like that. Always use random numbers. They generate a lot more interest. So if you put like the top 10 summer destinations of 2017, yeah, someone looks at that, they might click on it. If you put like the top 11 or top 13, much more clickable. Why is that? Much what, more what is it? What is it about the aesthetic of certain... I don't know. It just sticks out. I think it sticks out. It just, you know what I mean? Like someone's looking, they're like, oh, top 10 list. Okay. Oh, top 13. Uh, I don't know. It's subconscious, man. It sticks out. Bonus tip. During this podcast, bonus tip. Um, Jay, I'm not really allowed to have a recliner at my house. When I say that, I seem like that typical husband who's like, you know, who you don't ever want to grow up to be where you're like, I'm not allowed to do this. But but it's true. Heather will not really let me have a recliner because the recliners that I want are those awesome, fluffy big, you know, the ones that you go back and you basically fall asleep. And I want a big, comfortable, plush recliner. And that does not really go with the design aesthetic of the house here, uh, which is much more modern, minimal, clean lines, things like that. Can somebody please make so a we big, always, fluffy recliner that's like got a minimal look or something? Yeah, th- that will solve I, all of Travis's problems. It will probably solve all the world's problems. For, for There will probably be no divorce if that happens. Let's put it that way, right? Men get their big, fluffy recliners, and women get to have a nice-looking house. So, you know, and I even love the couches that have the recliners on both ends, you know, of course. And that's a total no-go of in, in this household. So instead, we've got Wait, these I Wait, I, I got to backtrack here because you don't want to be sexist. Like, I like a nice, clean house with a nice design look. You know what I mean? That's just not the ladies out there. You know, that's true. And there's certainly I'm sure there's plenty of ladies who love nice big recliners exactly. as well. So let's just say it'll solve differences between there couples. you go. Just 
Right. Okay. Recliner, not really allowed in the house because it doesn't go to the house. So, I'm, I, you know, we're always joking. And whenever we go out to a furniture store or what have you, um, you know, Heather will laugh and be like, oh, you want to go get your recliner? And then say like, nope, not allowed. So anyway, we went out to a movie the other day. And I got this piece of advice from a good friend of mine named Jason Moore, very wise old <laughs> sage. He's much older than me. So he knows a lot more than me when it when it comes to things of life like this. <laughs> And he told me that before you have your kid, he said two things before you have your child. Never, ever feel guilty about sleeping in. And if you want to go to a movie in the middle of the day, go to a movie. And I thought, okay, first one I get and I'd sleep in all the time. Second one, like how often is that going to happen? The other day it was raining and Heather and I had done a little work in the morning. Like, you know what? Like we should just go out to a movie. And I said, Jay said... If you want to go out to a movie, go out to a movie. I like I like so that we that's did. the we thing that sticks, you know, of all the things that we've talked yeah. about. <laughs> a, a wise old man once told me that. And so we went out to see a movie. We got matinee pricing, which <laughs> is like still a crazy ripoff. The guy was like, oh, it's twelve seventy five a person. I'm like, oh, is it matinee? He's like, oh, yeah, that's the matinee price. I'm like, well, what's the regular price, man? It's like 15 bucks. So anyway, uh, we went out to a movie. We went out to see Dunkirk, and we drove an extra 25 minutes to the movie theater that was that was much further away in the pouring rain because this movie theater has recliners, like awesome, big fluffy recliners. And so I got to go watch Dunkirk in a really, really nice recliner. So I will gladly pay the extra couple bucks to, to see a movie in a recliner. I don't know out in Norway if you guys have those type of movie theaters, but if you do, they're pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've got like the love seats, you know, you got the, like the, the, the double shared. I mean, yeah, I love a good movie they got everything in norway oh yeah. everything they have everything no they they, they definitely don't have everything I'm, I'm totally being sarcastic but um i saw dunkirk as well which is like a freak thing because i haven't been in the movies for a couple years i think at this point but i really wanted to see this movie by the way remind me at the end of the show to tell you a recliner type of story um because i have one in my back pocket but um and and tune in for that yeah, we got to get to that six 16 minutes in we got to get to the recliner you're not gonna want to miss this story uh we actually have 11 minutes and 11 seconds left so make a wish i saw dunkirk as well and if you don't know what it is it's a, it's a story um based on something that happened in world war ii and you know you can look up the history of it i don't want to spoil it because if you want to see the movie i didn't really know the history of it so uh, of of that particular incident it was a great movie i thought trav didn't like it we can give our own personal reviews later but that's that's aside from four and four and a half four and a half out of ten in my book below average if you're rating against other christopher nolan movies who's my favorite director by far memento maybe my favorite movie of all time uh this was to me a uh, hands down the worst movie ever you know we should do but we should do a um that's fine we should do a podcast about like our top like 13 um travel movies or like movies that want like a wanderlusty movies let's 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 earmark that we'll come back to that one and do it but anytime i see these stories around like world war ii or um that that time period which you know i guess particularly that time period because it was a long time ago but it was still not so long ago and there's a reason they call them the greatest generation and it got me thinking about how incredibly lucky we are to live in the times that we do um i talked about this a bit this week on my podcast zero to travel and shameless plug shameless plug but um as far as location dependence in our world and we have to exclude like we know there are so many people in the world that 
you know, aren't getting like proper nutrition and food and like all this stuff. Like we, you know, it's not like perfect times. And there's certainly a large segment of the population too large, tragically, that aren't even getting the basics. You know, it's just another thing to be grateful for, I think, is like if you're in the situation where we have access to like all of the basics to be healthy, to have you know, a life where we can, you know, have like clean water and, and food and all that stuff. And then you go to the next level and you're like, wow, well, we have like the internet and we live in these times where we can like create these businesses and like work from anywhere and um, really like kind of find our soul's work and then also give ourselves the flexibility to, to like do it and do it from anywhere. Have your own radio show, just start a podcast, you know, want your own TV show, start a YouTube channel and fire away, like all this stuff that these gatekeepers had blocking you from doing all these things and putting out like either creative work or like, it's just, it's incredible what the internet's done. We can have an argument about the internet, good, bad, ugly, whatever. But when it comes to just the general times, you know, there were people born in these circumstances where they just never had these opportunities because they were maybe born during World War II or during the Vietnam War and they got drafted and their life got cut short or, or whatever. Like, you're just, you're going to be a circumstance of the times at a certain point, certain people in the past have been. And I, let's just not forget how lucky we are that we're in these times, right? Exactly. We talk a lot, maybe not even enough, though, about the idea of gratitude and towards other people, towards your own life, um, and just be feeling that sense of gratitude every day. And and the journal that I use, um, which is by uh, someone from Location Indie called the Sweet Ass Journal, every day says in there, you know, I'm what makes me happy, and I'm thankful for two of the things you feel in every morning. And I just think. A lot of times I'm writing down the same things, and I think that's the point, right? Like, I'm not coming up with brand new things that I'm thankful for every day, although there's certain days if I'm sitting outside and the sun is shining, like, oh, I'm really thankful that, you know, for, for this nice sunny day or something like that. But the idea is that there are things in our life that we should be thankful for, and those are happen every single day. Um, and again, everyone's is going to be different, and there's certainly people who have had a life that is much harder than mine. Uh, 99.9% of people out there have had a life that's much harder than mine. But each person, no matter where you're at, has stuff they should be grateful for. And yeah, watching that movie, even though, again, not an awful movie. I said four and a half out of five. It's It was okay. Like, if you go, it's fine. And, um, you know, whatever. But what did hit home for me, Jay, was the exact same thing as with you, was this idea that these are people, you know, the movie focuses on younger males. So we're talking early 20s. And these are people that, you know, for me 10 years ago, for you like 30 years ago, <laughs> um, you know, we we would have been in these same people in this situation. And yet here we are sitting, talking into a microphone, into a computer. You're in Norway. I'm in the US. We're recording this. This is our quote unquote job. And not only do we love the job that we do, not only do we do we make like a good income doing it, but the job also then like we have that extra layer of the job also then allows us to do the hobbies and other things outside of that that we like. So, you know, there's certain people who will work a job that they don't love, but then they have a lot of passions outside of it. And we're super fortunate in that not only are we able to do our passions that are outside of our work, whatever those may be, you for you playing the guitar, for me playing basketball and sports and, you know, traveling is kind of tied into it, but it's still passion outside of it. But then we actually get to do a job that we're passionate about too. It's it's absolutely insane. 
It is absolutely insane that we can lead these lives and have these lives that people 40, 50 years ago in the U.S., in similar kids who would have been born in our same area in the U.S., and and gone had the same upbringing essentially as us would have been going off to war and possibly dying and if they weren't dying coming back with PTSD or e- even just having these traumatic events happen I, it's it, I don't know it it really hits home to sit back and say I'm very thankful that we live in a time where that does not happen for us in our situations we we do understand that of course there's plenty of places where people are not nearly as fortunate as us but. I think it it helps to kind of drive home that gratitude attitude. Absolutely. And um, when you take the bird's eye view of history, you know, if you zoom out on the timeline or whatever, look at the times we're in again. I mean, it's uh, the opportunity to, we talk about travel and having like a lifestyle that you want. And that's what lifestyle business is all about. I mean, there's literally never been a better time. And if you're on the sidelines right now and you're listening to this, I think it's a good reminder to just appreciate the times you're in and take advantage of it. And I don't mean take advantage of it in a negative way. I mean, like I said this on the podcast, like, what are you waiting for? I mean, this is, you're in the times. Like, Get, this out, is, and ex- get out and experiment. We talked about experiment last podcast. Just Get out and try something. You can do it and fail and stuff is still okay. You know what I mean? There's so It's so easy to give something a shot nowadays that even 10 years ago we couldn't do. I think do. the reminder can just serve as a call to action if you're thinking about this type of thing. And, and like we're just extremely fortunate to even be in this position to do it. And that's just by you know birth into the times that we're in. I mean, look, if we were born in the medieval times and like... You know, you get like an infection, you cut your toe and you get infections, like they either cut off your leg or like you die or I mean, there's like all the times you could be living in. We're living in this time where you can create a business that gives you the freedom and flexibility to have that lifestyle to make an impact and all those things. It's here. It's like it's ready. It's here for the taking. Use it to help all those people that that are less fortunate, you know, it's like you, you mentioned make an impact and we're not just talking about making an impact in your own life. Sure. Of course, we want you to start a business and we want you to take hold of your own life and, and do what you want, live your passion, all that kind of stuff. Yes. But the ability now that we have as well to if you are six, not even if you are successful, but, but the ability that we have to then make an impact in other people's lives, whether that be through the work you're doing, whether that be you make money and then you and then you give it to worthwhile causes, whether that means you take a month trip like like our buddy Heath did and then work with some schools in Africa. I mean, there are just so many opportunities. You just brighten somebody's day, you know, you have some customers and you brighten their day or whatever. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, I mean, you do what you can and we understand that the world's not a perfect place and all. I just want to drive home the point of like, a lot of us are very fortunate to like be in this situation to, to have this type of thing. So let's like what, what I said before, let's like try to, we have the opportunity to reach our highest potential in, in every way um, due to, due to not being, born in a certain circumstance or whatever, if you're listening to this and that's you, that description fits you. 
this movie, our point is just was just a reminder for us, like of how grateful we are to be here and able to do this. Essentially, is what we're saying. It it was very interesting that when I went to Dunkirk, I shot you a picture because I said, "Hey, a wise man once told me to go to movie in the middle of the day if I wanted to before I had my kid," and I sent it to you, and you said, "What are you saying?" I say Dunkirk, and then you're like, "Oh, I just went and saw it." So it was interesting too that neither of us had been to a movie. I can't tell you the last time I gone to a movie theater. So, um. Yeah, I think we both came away with it with that same thought um, that we that we've hit home here, and hopefully it it just again serves as a little bit of a reminder, and also maybe spurs you on to take some action. But we are running out of time here on our seventeen minute show, and this means that you have to tell a recliner story. <laughs> we only have thirty seconds. Um, this was pretty funny. Uh, my wife and I were in IKEA in Norway uh, a couple months ago, and. You know, it's like a pilgrimage, right? Like if, like if you're in Ikea anywhere else, you're like in a chain store. But if you're in Ikea in Scandinavia, it's like a cultural experience, right? You're like, this is where it comes from. Well, it comes from Sweden, but, you know, close enough. Anyway, <laughs> we were looking for like a bunch of random things. Sorry, Chris is going to buzz us out right now. And uh, I know we're at our 17 minutes, so I'll be quick. Um, and I was just thinking about you in the recliner, and I just had this vision of you like... That, that when I saw this woman in Ikea, she was sitting on this couch. She, she, this is in the middle of the store. Like, and if you've been to Ikea, you know, there's furniture everywhere and there's like people walking everywhere and there's just, it's, there's huge. Um, she, she had her feet up and her shoes off and she had like, I think she even had like a light behind her. I don't know if she dragged or whatever. And she was just sitting there on a couch reading a book as if she were in her own living room. And, it was just so funny because it looked like she was there for a longer period of time than just trying out the couch. You know what I mean? Like it looked like she'd either decided to like spend the afternoon there to really try out the couch or she was living there. I'm not quite sure. But when you started talking about the recliner, I had this vision of you sitting in like a lazy boy store for like three hours with like a can of Coke or something and some popcorn or something or some ice cream or whatever. Just, just hanging out in a recliner because Heather won't let you have one. So um anyway i'm very glad that a stocking footed middle-aged norwegian woman and i have that much in common um she's probably (laughs) a very very nice lady yeah um good for her she wants to get her money i know if she's gonna spend five hundred dollars on a couch or six hundred dollars i don't know how many crowns that is then she better figure out whether she really likes that couch or not I agree, and uh, frankly, I was a little jealous. I was about to, I was about to hop over to the other couch, get the pull-out bed, and tell my wife to you know come find me at the end <laughs> at the end of the shopping trip. Could could this be a funny funny? No, it could be. I guess I shouldn't ask. It's a rhetorical question. This would be a very funny segment to do like on YouTube, where you just go to stores and you sit there and try it out, and you like you have a counter going on at the bottom and you count how long it takes for them to come and ask you to leave. <laughs> I wonder how long you could be in Ikea. New, that business idea, everyone. You Thank you guys for joining us today. Um, really, really, really appreciate it. Hope you liked our little 17 minute episode experiment. And if you did like it and you want to learn more about the community, you can go over to locationindie.com. Check it out. Hop on the newsletter. Our community is only open a couple times a year, but if you're on the newsletter list, then you'll be the first people to know when it does open. You also get a weekly newsletter with a ton of free goodies, the best stuff that we find from around the web every week, and some other good goodies. Uh, in there as well. Yeah, I mean, we've got the behind the laptop guides. We let you sneak in behind the laptops. You can see all 10 different people run businesses from the road. All kinds of cool stuff. Little surprises for you. Sign up if you haven't done it yet. If you keep forgetting, 
hit pause now or the show's ending. Just do it right now. LocationIndy.com. Sign up and you, like Travis said, you'll also be the first to know when we open up the community again. And we got a bunch of exciting stuff coming out there. We'd love to have you in. That's it for this show, Trav. It was a blast seeing you as always. Um, I got family coming into town. So I'm, uh, we're still publishing, but I'm going to be out on the road for a, a little bit. Uh, heading over to West Norway. Can't wait for that. And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll report back and let you know how that goes. Sounds good. We failed our 17-minute experiment because now we're at 20 oh, minutes. Yeah. So mm, that's a, that's oh, a yeah. failure. Now I want to keep talking. That's a failure. Right, can, we go, can we go 10 more nope. minutes? No, we out of here. We'll let it go. Peace. All right. See ya.